The damn Germans let us down in Missouri. Hello and welcome to Civil War in Hindsight. I'm Lieutenant Tommy. With me, as always, is Prospector Johnny. And, uh, and before we get into it too much, uh, we are recording at the 4th of July, so you can have the appropriate yep. Civil War background noises. Of, yeah, everyone's uh, firing off their mortars, they're blasting into the air, making loud yeah. noises and bangs and uh, to celebrate the freedom. So uh, this will come out after the, the 4th, obviously. Uh, but yeah, if you hear any uh, banging, that is... Uh, us, not you. So and uh, nah, and just and fine. just like the Civil War up to this point, it's going to be a lot of noise, no casualties, and a couple of hands going missing. So, hopefully, it, no casualties. We'll hopefully, see. no casualties. We'll see. To, to uh, be determined. But this is our first full week of July, and with a new month brings a quick recap. Uh, the war has been wait, or, uh, raging on since uh, since mid-April, uh, and for the most part, both sides have just been building up their armies, and not a lot of actual on-the-ground fighting has happened. We've taken a couple of pot shots at each other. There's been some skirmishes and here and there. And, and the, ourselves. The North, well, the North yeah. fought themselves a little bit. Yeah we, de- yeah, we definitely did fight ourselves a little bit. So it's um, not great. The state of Virginia is torn between the West and the East, with the Western side siding with uh, with the Union and the Eastern side siding with the Dirty Dirty Rebels. And yep. Tennessee's kind of Tennessee. in the same same boat, but but flip it, where the East is with the Union and the West yeah. is yeah. So this, with this the dirty, region dirty here, where they kind of come together and are together, and it's that pocket of people that are against uh, the South and are and are remaining loyal to to this beautiful country that we mm. built. Beautiful, beautiful country that is uh, is already starting to fall apart a little bit, looks like. Uh, uh, just a little. And, and out in Missouri, we have an angry governor who wanted to secede, but the people said no, so he's taken up arms against the state. So, which, way yeah, to go, Governor not, Jackson. I don't think how a democracy and the governorship is supposed to work. I think uh, politicians are typically supposed to be you know, representatives for the will of the people. So uh, kind of bullshit what he's doing over there. Yeah, but to be fair, in in in, in his defense, um, when the Germans who were fighting with the, with the Union on the Union side, a bunch of German immigrants mm-hmm. um, captured a bunch of those rebels underneath Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, and they surrendered and they were unarmed. Uh, yeah. They they fired into the crowd. So um, that doesn't help well, things in Missouri. Eh. I mean, you know, it's a bunch of traitors who uh, were at war, and uh, we we can ignore that they surrendered, right? We just pretend that didn't happen, just like we <laughs> pretend they're not a country, and then there's no war crime, and it's great. Yeah, there's, uh, then there's no war crime. Everything's good to go. Uh, so speaking of Missouri, uh, this week it's going to open up on July 5th with the Missouri governor, Claiborne Jackson, attacking German immigrant unit forces, our union forces, in Carthage, Missouri. So uh, oh. Jackson, having been pushed to the southwest of Missouri by Nathaniel Lyons' troops, was now caught between Lyons' troops behind him and Franz Siegel's German troops near Carthage in front of him. So... Okay, so the so the, the Confederates are coming at us a little bit over here. Well, we're we're pushing them out as far as we can, and now we kind of got them surrounded ish. So okay, so is so, there pushback now or what? So yeah, yeah. So Governor so now, Jackson. So okay, so we so basically we we drove them to a point when they're like, okay, now we're going to shoot back. Yeah, yes, yeah, we've been pushing him. Uh, so so okay. General, uh, not General, Governor Jackson is going to form a battle line with his 4,000 troops, mostly in civilian clothes, and a large number of them without guns, because uh, they're very ill-equipped at this point. 
Oh, but I'm sorry. Who's lining up without a gun <laughs> to go fight it, people with um, guns? Presu- yeah, at least well, presumably, you, you have to assume that they're going to have guns. And so who's... Who's well, a sack of bones that has to go in there with uh, no gun? With, uh, with no gun. Well, I guess he's hoping that maybe the guy next to him who has a gun gets hit so he can take that gun. But who knows? Uh, he's I mean, gonna... he, he'd about to be get, get hit by me over the head and taking <laughs> his gun because I'm not going in without one. Without one, though. Uh, so he's going to square off against Siegel's 1,100 men. So Siegel, the German troops, are very heavily outnumbered by the Confederates at this point. Although, again, some mm-hmm. of the Confederates don't have guns, so there's that. Right, yeah. Uh, numbers matter... Numbers don't matter unless they're armed. I would I would say true. You know, true. Armed numbers versus armed numbers is, is significant. A uh, bunch of extra bodies to shoot at is not it's as not significant. Another, another significant though. No. Uh, Jackson's troops are going to actually receive heavy casualties at the start, but Jackson is going to use his cavalry to flank both sides of uh, Siegel's line, forcing him to retreat. Uh, Jackson's troops would pursue, but be held back by Siegel's artillery, which screened their withdrawal. So basically, you've got the Confederates that are pushing up. Uh, they're getting taken heavy casualties, but they get the ponies that come around the side. They cause the yep. retreat, and as the Union forces are okay. pulling back, the artillery screens their movement, so uh, can, Confederates can't push too far too quickly. Okay. The skirmish so is going to last. well so far. Well, no. Well, I mean the Union withdrawal. So I mean, not a victory oh, the for U- us. I'm Johnny. sorry, I misheard that. Yeah. Union withdrawal. Yeah, the Union withdrawal, but but their their movements are being screened, so the entire army doesn't get destroyed uh, by nice. their artillery, which is nice. Yeah, that's nice, I guess. The skirmish is going to last until nightfall, with reported Union casualties of 13 killed, 31 wounded, and Confederate casualties reported of 40 to 50 killed and 120 wounded. So, I guess showing that the, the, the defense uh, defensive position is always better on the casualty front. It seems like no matter what battle we've talked about so far, the, the defenders always take less casualties than the, than the attackers, or at least so far in this war. Yeah, well, and I mean, I, I think that makes sense, because it's a, it's a whole lot easier just to sit where you are and have people come at you, and then you, you fire a bunch of stuff, and then, you know, you don't have to progress anything. You just have to keep shooting at them and hope they, they, they decide to run away. I, I, I think I think yeah, we got some musket fire over at your house <laughs> I there, I Johnny. Think I, mean, I think I need to watch out. Uh, this skirmish is the first real delay in Union advances in Missouri and enables Jackson to have a moral boost uh, or morale boost. Uh, but the, in reality, it's not a lot changing here because the Union forces still control the you know the Missouri River and they control all the mm-hmm. land ways in and out. So for no. the most part, Missouri is still under Union control. Now, did they just reclaim some of the, the areas that we pushed them back from, or did they? What kind? What, so we what we've not we not out of this. yeah yeah uh, they got not being surrounded and completely destroyed. And that's it. Okay. okay. That's about what they got right now. Yeah, because right, at so this they're, point they're just prolonging it here. As of right now, that at least is what it looks like. On July 6th, Union push, uh, Union forces are going to push further into western Virginia at Middle Fork Bridge, east of Buchanan. Uh, and the Confederate pirates in the CSS Sumner, like we talked about last week, uh, they're going to deposit their first war prizes taken in the commerce raids uh, of last week in Cuba. Uh, they're going to go down to Cuba, deposit which, some of those uh, some of the goods down in Cuba, which laughingly Cuba is going to return to the Union forces at a later date. <laughs> so, so they're like, wait, guys, uh, we got all this stuff, and I think it's yours. Did, did somebody <laughs> yeah. just come and leave it here? Or, I'm sorry, <laughs> here's it back, I guess. What? And so, oh, okay, so, uh, first of all, they're not pirates. They're, 
They're not. They're, they're, okay. They're they're Confederate. They're kind of pirates. They're, con, they're Confederate but, Navy, but they're pirates. Yeah, but here's a. They're well, they're not. They're attacking commercial ships, and that's it. Like, which is what pirates do, Johnny. Okay, but they're not pirates because they're doing it for the South. Like, it's which not, is a country like, that doesn't don't do exist. It for a country. They would, well, they do it for the. True. There you go. Yeah. See. All right. Pirates. We'll call them pirates, but they're cowardice pirates, just like yeah, the rest of the are. South. So I guess it fits that they would they're, be doing that. Yeah. More skirmishes on July 7th in Western Virginia at Bellington and Laurel Hill. Basically, these are Union troops moving forward uh, while occasionally getting shot at by Confederate pickets. So not these aren't battles. These are what's a what's a, uh, a picket is just a picket like is a, a, stand, a guard like a, like a Art guardhouse or whatever, like a yeah, it's like place, it's like a, it? it's a person, and it's a these are people that are put okay. out in front of the Confederate lines to warn them of you know oncoming okay. troops. Each each side has right. pickets. These are just people. Yeah, so okay, your, so your front line guard. Yeah, you, yeah, you, so Union troops start coming. These pickets, I assume, shoot at them to slow them down or whatever. And, and, you know, and then, warn then the everybody else too. knows. Oh, people are yep. coming and, yep. and all that. Yeah, you got it. You okay. got it. Okay. Uh, on July 8th, Confederate Brigadier General Henry Hopkins Sibley is going to be dispatched to Texas to take care of Union forces in New Mexico territory. Uh, these irregular Union troops have gathered in the area disguised as buffalo hunters. Oh, wait, we're back. We're, okay. New Mexico. Yeah, we're right there. New Mexico? Yeah, right there. Yes. So, yes. All right. So what did, what color does this have to be? What are we doing out here? Is this is this that is a just, state? That's no, that's a territory, Johnny. That's just a <laughs> okay, territory. Okay, I didn't think so. That's what I thought. But we got union folks out there. Yeah, we got some union folks Fighting. that went out there. Yeah, the union soldiers that went out there. They're irregular troops. They went out there before you know, as hostilities started, disguised as buffalo hunters to what to do wreak you mean havoc. Regular troops. Uh, they're not mean? like they're not formal army. They're not like you know. I'm a regular troop. I'm a you know, I'm so paid it's just by folks the government. who say that they're the union. It's yeah, I mean, these like are like a militia. militia. Yeah, these are militia that are out there. Okay. Yes, yeah. All right, all right, and they're they're out there for the union, and they are yeah, disguising the themselves as as buffalo hunters. Yes, just to wreak havoc where they can through Texas. Okay. So we have yeah. So all we got right. Confederate. I guess that's yeah. Good. They're just, they're just making making some they're noise. Just, it's just some good old boys that, but, that that wanted to get involved somehow, right? But enough, like, yeah. But enough noise that Confederate Brigadier General Henry Hopkins Sibley is going to be dispatched to Texas to take care of it. So uh, we'll, we'll see how. Oh, that so, plays okay. Out. So we're so I mean, this is kind of like just spreading resources thin now. Spreading I mean, those. They don't have yeah, a, have a lot to begin with, but now they have to send. I, and I assume it's not just one dude going out there. He's bringing his troops with him, right? Yeah, he's bringing, yeah, he's bringing his troops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep, so yep, yep, yep. yeah, so we're just spreading spread them out, and then it's just spread easy easy pickings right through it. Yep. Okay. On Let's do uh, it. On July 10th, the Imperial Russia, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the Imperial Russia, the, the country Russia in, the, in, its, in, sure. its, in its crown, the Tsar declares its neutrality with the Union and saying, again, they're recognizing the Confederates as a belligerent nation, not an actual nation, but a belligerent nation. So, say, they're, hey, so they're not they're also not recognizing. We're not. Uh, yeah, we're not going to we're not going to get involved in this. Uh, so not that, okay, I'm so, not sure so why they, they would, themselves... but they're not going to get involved. I mean, yeah. they're, they're just getting ahead of the game here. Uh, so they are. Uh, they called. They said we're they're neutral to whatever yes, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever. Just, uh, whatever. Whatever you got going on over there. Yeah. Ba- basically, the Imperial Russian Embassy no, in in Washington is like, no thanks, we're good. Yeah. You want to buy okay. some guns from us? We got some guns. You uh, might want to buy. Of course, but, yes. Uh, but that that will be but not but that, uh, not a. You don't get the war discount. Uh, the Allied discount for uh, uh, fighting fighting no, against no, our comedy. No, you gotta pay. You gotta pay the full, full, full price, and then we'll give it to you. Okay. 
Another uh, 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 declaration is declared with a Creek Indian signing a peace treaty with the Confederates. So, uh-oh. Uh, but I guess I get it. I mean, you know, we didn't exactly treat the Native American peoples with the most uh, most respect okay. up to this yeah, point. To so be I kind of get it. Neither did the South. <laughs> neither did anybody in the South. It's not well, like they're... They treated them differently. They weren't like, oh, well, oh, those guys up on the northern uh, portion of this country have been treating you real bad, and we've been so nice to you, uh, only kind of stealing your land and killing you off with Maybe disease. it's that... Maybe uh, you want to be our friends. Maybe it's that whole enemy of my enemy is my friend thing kind of going on. Which I, I that think might, it, That might be it. Uh, or, is it. Is it also kind of ge- like geography-based? They're just kind of there and like, oh, well, I guess maybe we're sitting in the middle of you guys, so bad idea side, to side, proclaim yeah. you guys as enemies. Like, Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I, I'm sure... These... Well, that's not good, because they're going to have anger, and that's going to be a, that's gonna be probably a pretty good ally to have, I'm, I would uh, yeah, imagine. Uh, well, I'm sure this peace treaty is going to be upheld like all the other peace treaties that white men have made with natives, so we'll see how... I mean, why wouldn't it be? Is, yeah. is the white man's uh, word not honorable? Hmm. So, uh, the week, Johnny, is going to end on the 11th with skirmishing in western Virginia turning into an actual bigger skirmish, and almost, almost the size... I mean, it's kind of a battle. This is kind of a battle, actually. Okay, um, and so... Uh, now this was the the union were pushing into West Virginia, right? Mm-hmm. You you mentioned that earlier. Yes. They in West Virginia they should be pretty pleased to see the union. Yes, a lot yes, of the but there yes, but there are Confederate but they, troops okay, there. but now there's the Confederate troops there, and now they are fighting back. Yes, or so they're skirmishing back. But they're, yeah, yes, they're yes, there is a uh, there is a Confederate stronghold, if you would, at Rich Mountain. Union General McClellan is going to take 2,000 troops under the command of Brigadier General William Stark Rosecrans to attack Confederate Lieutenant Colonel John Pengram's uh, positions on uh, Rich Mountain. Okay. Rosecrans is going to march over very rough terrain in the mountains to surprise Pengram's left flank, which he thought uh, was was impassable and was you know he, he his flank was protected by natural mountain. It's like no one's climbing over that Nobody, mountain. Nobody's over climbing. There. Nobody's coming. Why would anybody ever do that? And, and then then you then get a bunch of it. you get a bunch of crazy <laughs> union guys going ah we're climbing a mountain to get you. Well, I would imagine a lot of those those union came from kind of Ohio, Indiana, yeah, Pennsylvania, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. So th- they saw a hill. And they're like, oh shit! I've never seen one of them. Let me climb that. They were they were excited yeah, they were ex- to, they were to go over that mountain. Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> you might you might be right. Uh, Rosecrans is going to completely cut off Pengram's escape, and he's going to be forced to uh, Pengram's going to be forced to surrender 555 men. So this is a big, this is our biggest loss up to this point. 555 shit. men. That is a lot of guys to lose. Uh, Rosecrans yeah. himself is only going to lose 12 men killed and 49 wounded during this uh, during the skirmish. Uh, Confederate losses are really mm-hmm. unknown. Known. Uh, reports kind of vary, but we do know about 555 prisoners. So, I, <laughs> mission accomplished, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that's a, yeah, fi- that's uh, that's good. It doesn't matter. They, yeah, the other numbers stop mattering after that. Yeah, they they, they tend to. Uh, fun fact here, though, McClellan was supposed to push on to Beverly when Rosecrans' attack started. That was his initial plan. Uh, but then McClellan got cold feet, got cautious, and did not move his troops. So, uh, Rosecrans was kind of left to do this on his own. And then McClellan's going to take the credit for it in the Union newspapers. Yay! This is this is upper oh, management taking credit I, for somebody else's work, like like typically happens. All right. Well, the good thing is though that the more um, you know, kind of as we progress as a country, 
and we get better communications between everything, people taking credit for things that they never did will eventually just stop happening right yeah one can yeah one can hope one can hope uh and uh and the week's gonna you know the the last little note i got here johnny is that senators from virginia north carolina arkansas texas and one from Tennessee are gonna be expelled from from what from louisiana and tennessee Uh, are gonna be lazy in tennessee they're gonna be formally expelled from the u.s congress which is really just a formality because they they haven't been showing they haven't (laughs) been showing up (laughs) since the whole secession thing so until now they've been active members of our government in states that are (laughs) aggressive towards our government yeah if they would have showed up they could have had a vote but they didn't show up why did why did this take so long now they're formally expelled, so it doesn't. I don't know. Things. I guess sold. that's good. But to be but... fair, to be fair, Congress hasn't really been in session up to this point. Uh, uh, they just called in a special session for the fourth, where Lincoln was, you know, doing his whole like "I'm a dictator" and please right, support yeah, me yeah. being a dictator thing. Uh, right. So please allow I, me to keep being this, a dictator, yeah, even yeah. though I know I'm not supposed to do these things. Uh, this was their first like actual like they finally sat down and were like, "All right, well, I guess, I guess this is our first order of business. We should probably expel these people." It seems to me, and call me an idiot, but if your country has half of it trying to get out and they are, you know, seceding en masse and starting a war against you, it seems like maybe your government should meet sometime before, what, three, four months into this? (laughs) Yeah, probably. And, And maybe talk about some things and maybe get rid of uh anybody from those states that have seceded any of any those, of those any of them red, yeah, every, you're gone like you don't get to be in the government anymore well they're not now johnny so that's well, uh, thank that's god mission accomplished jesus that's it for this week in civil war in hindsight please remember to like share and subscribe and if you enjoy this check out historic hindsight where we talk about all kinds of random things including civil war stuff like civil war submarines